the setup to Rachel's point is really intentional because it helps us stay organized throughout the week, right? Like everything has a home, everything has a place. We're able to look at the inventory and see how things are progressing through the week, you know, especially when it comes to swag, right? In some cases, you don't want to give all the swag out, at, you know, on the first day or second day of the conference. You want to make sure that you have stuff to give away throughout the remainder of the event. On the flip side, you also want to make sure that you're handing out, you know, significant amounts so you're not, you know, spending a ton of money just to ship all of the product back home. So for us, the way that we set this up not only benefits the meetings and events team, but also allows for our marketing partners and other partners supporting the programming on site to be self-service too. Great events create great brands, and it takes a village to put on an event that engages, excites, and connects audiences to your brand. And we're that village. I'm Alyssa. I'm Paulina. And I'm Rachel. And you're listening to Great Events, the podcast for all people interested in events and marketing. What is going on, party people? Welcome to this week's episode of Great Events, a podcast by Cvent. My name is Paulina, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Rachel. What's up, Rach? What's going on, guys? So today, we're going to take like a different approach to the podcast conversation. You know, we've been talking about how it's the fall event season. Everyone's kind of preparing for, you know, trade show travel, annual conference travel. And with that comes this sort of theme of best practices around packing. And, you know, there's so many ways to look at this. There's ways to to pack for the event from a personal standpoint. There's ways to pack for the event from a you know, equipment, inventory, you know, printing perspective, what needs to go, you know, on site versus to different vendors. So we figured we would unpack all of that goodness. Unpack the pack. <laughs> unpack how to pack for your events that you have coming up this this fall and winter season. And yeah, I feel like let's just get into it. I mean, you know, we have actually a pretty prescriptive process in terms of how we think about our shipping, our packing, our printing manifest, particularly before our large conferences. And, you know, for us, we leverage a pretty straightforward Excel. Hate to admit that it's Excel. There's nothing sexy about it. But it has columns for who's requesting a particular item to be packed, who's requesting something to be printed or designed, the volume, the quantity, what program area it's associated to, if this is something that has a cost associated to it, you know, we'll have not only that program area, but perhaps that budget line item that it should be associated to. So for us, this starts, I want to say, pretty early on in the planning process. We leverage Slack. That's our preferred communication tool. And essentially, we pin this, this file to the Slack channel and all of our core team members who either lead a program area, support a program area, contribute to the content for a program area, they all have access to this file. And it's it's a really great resource for us to, you know, look to see, you know, is there anything missing from a collateral perspective? We try to limit, obviously, a lot of our printing needs just to have a more sustainable event experience. But, you know, for some of our training programs, we offer a workbook, right? And so those workbooks need to be sent to our printer and shipped on site. And so there's a dedicated effort for that. And we want to make sure we're, as like I said, scientific around tracking all of it to ensure that all of the good 
materials, support re- materials, and quite frankly, some of the particular needs to host the event, right? Signage, you know, some of the particulars for our, our staff office, all of that makes it on site. And kind of with that, you know, the print, what's the best way to, to say this? The pack, ship, and print manifest is essentially created. And so with that, we create all of our shipping labels and we have something to refer back to if there's an issue on site and we're unable to track something down, which inevitably we all know the pain of that and what that experience is like when you don't have a tracking number. Great. Anything to add there as it relates to sort of like our pre-event process? Yeah. Pack the ship manifest. Yes, definitely. We have, we, you know, we, we do a lot of ordering, very calculated ordering for on-site. And then we set it up in a very meticulous way when we're in our staff office. And, you know, I, I think for, for me, it's like peace of mind, but it's also just helpful for the rest of the staff that's there because it's very well organized and clearly labeled. So I would break down our kind of war room or command center, if you don't prefer the term war room, command center into, you know, a couple different areas so that it's easy once somebody walks in to our, our war room or command center, they know exactly where they're going and where what they're looking for because we have it clearly labeled. Our command center is is kind of extensive. We have a lot of different teams that sit in there to start with. We have our obviously our core logistics and planning event design team that also sits with our event marketing and event tech team. And then we have kind of two other sections. We have, call it our creative and production services side. And that's anything for video editing to you know, on-site support from a tech production standpoint, streaming oversight, and then our creative designers sitting in one area and then the other areas, all the content folks and sales enablement people that help us with the great content that we produce. Now, on another level, we also have like everything from the print ship manifest that that supports our people. And we kind of break it down into a couple of different areas. And we like to print out labels that we put, we paste on the walls sorry, hotels, we try to use friendly tape, but we put it on the walls to make sure people know where all the areas are. And I kind of break it down into a couple different areas. So we have first, which is my favorite and a lot of people's favorite, it's the wellness area. And that can be different snacks, mints, gum, safety pins, hairspray, basically anything that you could have for powdering your nose all the way up to cough drops, right? So we really think through all the on-site needs from just not just like our team, because our team obviously needs dry shampoo, you know, all the time, but that up to Tylenol, you know, things for your feet and uh, the occasional wine, but don't tell anybody, you know, those types of things we have in the wellness area. So that's a popular one. The second area I would say is the, um, let's call it the IT tech space. So we have in the IT tech space, we have a printing station, we have mobile chargers, we have extra laptops, we have power banks for laptops, things like that, that our wonderful IT support team comes and helps set up to support both our staff, but also different programming areas throughout the conference that need that that support. We try not to print too much on site, but when we do need a printer, it's really nice to have that station. The third station would be kind of our signage area. And we that's even more fun because we line that the signage up and then we put signage on top of the signage to label what day and what programming area all the signage goes to. So it's a little bit meta, but we have um, signage for our signage area. <laughs> the second to last thing would be our programming area. So we'll set up our different tables by the programming area. So if it's a customer area where, 
like our customer advocate area will set up everything that they need for the entire conference. And that could be anything from signage to the giveaways. And then we do that by programming area. So like our excellence awards has an area, our, you know, our another, another customer area, our tech demos or tech tours, those all have different sections where people can it clearly see in the room what's what's what. And then lastly, I think the the sponsor area is kind of where other sponsors have shipped things. Now, I think Paulina mentioned we we do ship a lot of things to our general contractor because it does save shipping costs and handling fees if we do that directly. So that's a pro tip. If you don't already do that, you should be working with your GSC to do those things. But yeah, it's it's a very well thought out room. And you know, this comes with, you know, years and years of experience doing these these massive war rooms. But we, we, we have a very extensive process. So I think that was what you were looking for. But uh, we are very strategic when it comes to that. Yeah, love it. And, you know, one of the, you know, just like you mentioned, the general shipping to the general contractor, you know, this also is another good pra- best practice. If you're not able to ship things to show site, if you have a, if you have a tight turnaround window, to get access to some of your items, having your general contractor be able to deliver them and unpack them in a pretty timely fashion is beneficial too. So you've heard how we think about our, you know, packing experience for our conference. You know, the setup to Rachel's point is really intentional because it helps us stay organized throughout the week, right? Like everything has a home, everything has a place. We're able to look at the inventory and see how things are progressing through the week you know, especially when it comes to swag, right? In some cases, you don't want to give all the swag out, at, you know, on the first day or second day of the conference. You want to make sure that you have stuff to give away throughout the remainder of the event. On the flip side, you also want to make sure that you're handing out, you know, significant amounts so you're not, you know, spending a ton of money just to ship all of the product back home. So for us, the way that we set this up not only benefits the meetings and events team, but also allows for our marketing partners and other partners supporting the programming on site to be self-service too. So we've actually really leaned into it and so have our partners and we've seen just like a ton of efficiencies from it. And, you know, when it comes to packing up, obviously we're in a really great place for an efficient pack up process. Nobody wants to be the last person taping the last box, you know, five o'clock hours after the event has wrapped. So we've done you know, we've made strides in terms of packing as we go, right? You know, if a particular program's over, let's say you have an invite-only program, you could start to pack up all of the elements that that took place or supported that programming in real time. We've seen efficiencies for that. It certainly helps us wrap much faster. And who doesn't want to do that, right? As we're kind of talking about it, I feel like we also have our own sort of personal best practices when it comes to, you know, preparing and packing for days on the road, international travel. I think it'd be kind of fun, Rach, if we kind of rounded out this week's episode with maybe our top three to five personal packing best practices. What do you think? Yeah, that's great. I I also want to share with our listeners maybe our personal packing list because don't call it OCD because it's just efficient and we're planners and we know we travel a lot. And so we know we need certain things, but you know, for me, I was joking with Paulina that <laughs> I alternate between suitcases and one is always packed at all times with the things that I always travel with, you know, so that that saves some time, but also maybe just laziness. I say it's efficiency but as opposed to laziness. But Paulina and some of our other people on the team in marketing are very similar in, in the fact that like some people I know have made spreadsheets of what they're packing and, and 
you know, daily lists or even PowerPoints of all the things. And I'm like, that's a little too much. I am a post-it note or a um, index card gal and I lay it out on my bed so I know exactly what outfits are going which day. But personally, these are some like must pack, cannot live without things that I bring to. And I don't know if I can narrow it down to three, but a portable speaker is my number one. I have to have music in my life at all times to get me pumped up. So I always carry like a tiny little JBL. Those little things also are Bluetooth speakers that we've used in the past to jump on Zoom calls with. So it also help in help tech support some stuff, but also, you know, bathroom dance party while doing makeup at 6 a.m. And I'm sure my neighbors love me. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and that that is number one. Number two would be some fresh sneaks. I'm loving the trends of people. I know men have had the luxury of wearing these awesome sneakers for years, but now that it's a trend with women to wear at industry conferences, I'm eating that up and it's just the best, especially for, you know, when you're walking long distances in Vegas and things like that, it's really nice to have those. So that's a must have on my pack list. And then the last thing would just be like my assortment of wellness things. I have a whole like Call me Walgreens Rage or Pharmacy Rage because I'm always packing all of the things. I have any given time, all the different drugs that I would need, Tylenol, you know, things like that. And then I have all the eye patches, all of the creams, and I'm packing them in smaller capacities, right? I'm not packing my entire life, but I have, call it my personal dop kit that always has these things in it. But the under eye patches, the, the wellness things, anything to do with like you know, foot readiness in the morning, I'm also packing that too. So yeah, I've got a lot of fun things up my sleeves and I'll put it, I'll probably link it on the packing list so people can see all the different things that I don't forget to pack at events. Love that. You know, when I think about mine, Rach, I'm actually inspired by one that I think you started a couple of years ago, but it, it's more of like a tech thing. Didn't you get a like an extension to your laptop where it has multiple screens, get like fans out. We should link to what that is too, because that's like huge in terms of giving yourself multiple screens to work off of instead of just the one screen on your laptop. I need to get one of those. So I'm going to add that to my purchase list <laughs> for my next travel. When it comes to my best practices for packing, I used to be the person who would throw as many outfits and as many pairs of shoes into a suitcase as possible. And I think you know, as I've become more mature in how I approach the day-to-day of every event, I've become a little bit more type A. I I don't use a post-it note, but I do use the note in my iPhone and I make a day-by-day list of everything that I intend to wear. You know, there's the sort of conference day outfit. And then if there's an opportunity to change or freshen up, there's the conference PM outfit. And for me, this works really, really well. It helps me manage, you know, not packing in excess. That's been something that I think has been a huge benefit. Someone gave me a piece of advice. You know, if you're going on a really long trip, always pack for at least two weeks. If the trip's longer than two weeks, pack for two weeks in your carry-on. You know, how travel has been recently, diverted flights, canceled flights, delayed flights. I think you can only benefit yourself if you always have at least one comfy outfit in your carry-on and one professional outfit. So that's the best practice for me. You know, when it comes to to wellness, I'm someone who is like all about hydration. I pack one to two extra water bottles. I've got the hydration spray for my face. You know, Rach mentioned we're always in Vegas, right? And it is dry. I come from a very humid climate in the mid-Atlantic. So it's a big difference in terms of my wellness. So 
always bringing the face spray, always having water, hydration. Rach is always notorious for having hydration packets. Those are a great best practice to to keep with you because staying hydrated is really how you're staying awake and, and moving through the days of, of your event. From a tech perspective, I am notorious for having my phone die. So I am all about the portable chargers for my phone. Always try to bring an extra laptop charger. Every device I own, for whatever reason, it's probably because I'm always on all devices at all times. So they're always on you know, low battery. So having that extra juice is always going to be a huge benefit for me. But yeah, I think I think it'd be fun for us to link our packing best practices, maybe some of our example lists from the past events we've done over the last few years for you all to see and, and take inspiration from. I agree. I think if you break it down into clothes, wellness, and technology, like I feel like you're going to be set up correctly. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Awesome. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this week's quick episode on unpacking how to pack for your events. As always, if you would like to be on the podcast, have a topic for us or have a recommendation, DM us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, or send us an email at greatevents at cvent.com. Until next time, thank you.